You are listening to The Breakfast Show here on Faith of M. You're joined by myself, Lawson, my wonderful co-host, Danuta. And we are just rolling on with The Breakfast Show. You know, <laughs> we We're going to get into an amazing Bible study. But before we do, we've got some text messages to go through. And before that, we have our next quiz clue or question. Here we go. Complete the phrase, let not your heart be troubled. You believe in God. Believe blank, blank, blank. Complete the phrase. If you know the answer to that one, is 0491-064-669. Again, it was, let not your heart be troubled. You believe in God. Believe blank, blank, blank. That's one of my favorite Bible verses. Oh, it's so good. And just for fun, just send us where that is in the Bible. Ah, if, yes. If, if, if you know, we might give, we might sneak in an extra point there. Extra points. But yeah. Let well, not Lawson, your... Lawson will throw in an extra freebie for you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Let not your heart be troubled. You believe in God. No. Believe blank, blank, blank. Zero four nine one. We've already got correct answers coming through for that yeah. one. Absolutely amazing passage. Zero four nine one zero six four six six nine is the number to text if you know the answer. If you do, you will be going into the draw to win a taste of travel. Of course, we do our draw on Friday morning at around 8.45 a.m. The more correct answers you get in, the more chances you have to win the prize. So, hey, maybe, and this is a this is a, a place you mentioned last week on the show, Danuta, maybe you want to eat in Azerbaijan. Uh, yeah. and you <laughs> now, can, where's that? I don't even know. Where the, Azerbaijan. Oh, that one's up. It's yeah. in the Middle East. Uh, yeah. Azerbaijan, it's a Middle Eastern country. Uh, it is a mostly Muslim country. Mm. Amazing, amazing work. I heard, I heard this maybe like three, four years ago about like 60,000 house churches in Azerbaijan oh, or something wow. crazy like that. Like oh, wow. all these, like Christianity is really kind of underground there and spreading. Mm. Um, but if you want to be eat Azerbaijani yogurt, walnut and mint soup. Oh, that sounds, sounds amazing. Zero four nine one zero six four six six nine is the number to text. If you know the answer to our quiz and you can win this book, a taste of travel. There's just all kinds of recipes from all over the world. Okay. Which country would you like to eat from Danuta? Oh. If I, I like Polish food, oh, okay, but okay. of course I know how to make some Polish food, so You're... we kind of go there. But I'd love to try some of the Scandinavian country food because, you know, mm-hmm. up there too, they, of course, have winter for so long. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'd, I reckon they'd have a lot of the, the hot pot kind of foods or bakes and stuff like that. What have you got there yeah, for well, some of the Scandinavian for countries? For Scandinavian countries, you've got Sweden with winter fruit soup. Oh, which is so now, interesting. My mum used to make fruit soup when we were growing mm-hmm. up. Like, so she would preserve, you know, the fruit in the summertime, would have it in the jars and would take it out of the garage mm-hmm. or out of the pantry. And she'd make this beautiful hot soup. So, wow. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting That's right. stuff. Also, we had an interview there yeah. with, with Justin Lawman. And Wasn't powerful, that so good? Powerful stuff talking about, you know, I, I love ultimately what he's getting at. And that is that. The, the only way to really reach people is personally. Absolutely. Relationships were key for Jesus, and we need to model that, in, you know, especially in the church, mm. but also in, in our community, in our families and our communities, and mm. that's absolutely crucial. And so, yeah. Yeah. We got this text from Suzanne. She says, I love that my denomination has a name that expresses two prominent beliefs. First, well, Seventh-day Adventist worships on the seventh day, and Adventist waiting for the advent or the return of Jesus. Mm. We here, Danuta and myself, we're Seventh-day Adventists as well, and... You know, my experience 
being a Seventh-day Adventist, and, you know, we've got the, the denomination of Seventh-day Adventism, which has its certain sets of beliefs and its structures, and we both very much work within that structure. Yeah. But then simultaneously, it's like, what does that look like? Oh, does that mean that I rigidly, you know, stay in the church and, and barely go out? And the answer is absolutely not. The experience that I have had as a Seventh-day Adventist, and particularly when I was working in Newcastle University and reaching students there was that the only way to win them was to just be their friend, you know. Be, be alongside them and be embedded in their lives, do you know what I mean? Walk yeah. alongside one another and actually know each other's lives, yeah. Abs- Live life with them. Absolutely. And then even now, like I, right now, I am a full-time university student. Uh, I work. The work that I do is here on Faith FM. I don't have a role in full-time ministry at the moment I'm because I'm doing my study to, to eventually go into that, you know. And right now, my experience has been like, I'm just at uni and I'm at a, like, I'm at a Christian university and I'm spending time with Christians and whatnot. And like this year, I've been able to see one of my friends, uh, his name's Caleb. We do Bible studies together and he has now made his decision to get baptized. And it's like, well, how did I actuate that to happen? You know, was it that like for me as someone who's part of the church, did I go, okay, well, I have to run this event and this event and this event. Not that running events is a bad thing. But no, it was like, okay, this is a person who I want to connect with mm-hmm. um, as a friend, who I want to be a blessing to as a friend, and pray that that would lead him to Christ. And that's exactly what took place. You know, we would spend time together as friends. We'd eat together. Then eventually, you know, ask him, hey, do you want to open the Word of God together? Do you want to study the Bible together? He said yes. And now he's gone through that journey of Bible study. He's been convinced by the truth. And now he is going to be baptized. That's powerful. That's beautiful. And again, that process happened not as a result of the corporate church structure telling me, oh, you have to do this, you have to do that. Like in terms of, I, I, by the way, as I said in the interview, I love church structure. I love denominations. I think they're fantastic. I think they give us valuable oversight um, to, well, like to be able to, you know, handle certain issues theologically and monetarily, all these kinds of things, you know, to like denominations are a fantastic thing, but it's not the will, it's not the decision of someone else to tell me, hey, Lawson, you need to go and reach people. It's That's my relationship with God. And, and that's exactly what I did. It's like, hey, God compels me to go and reach people. And as a result of reaching people, you know, now I get to see my friend, Caleb, uh, yeah. having that experience of becoming a member of the church and following Jesus. How exciting and praise the Lord, I say, with that. And I think, you know, I love what you're saying there, you know, about, you know, the structure um, and... And, and leadership is important. But what we're also saying is that it doesn't mean that it takes away from us having yep. that personal relationship with mm-hmm. Jesus and actually digging deeper into God's word and saying, hey, what does that mean for me? And what does that mean within my church community, my yeah. faith community? What does that mean within my family life? What does that mean within my, my, um, you know, friendships, my work situation? Mm-hmm. Because, you know, and I love what Justin said. He brought out three key points. And I'm just going to mm-hmm. reiterate those again. He said, first, First, listen to the people. In mm. other words, respect and trust. That is such, such an important key thing because that is lacking so much these days in in every way. But we need to remember too that God has given us all a freedom of choice. Okay. And that's why our own personal Bible study and, and praying that the Holy Spirit will convict us on things is really important. That's why for me as a pastor too, I actually say, you know, in my role, I say, yes, I may preach. Yes, I give Bible studies. 
yes, mm. I may share the word of God with you, um, you know, but don't just take my word. Check, check it out mm. against God's word because it's very easy sometimes for people to actually then believe and follow a particular leader because yeah. they, they might be a passionate oh, leader a and they issue. love their sermons, they love what they say, they're a charismatic kind of person, but does it mean that they are actually going according to God's word? And sometimes the answer is no, they are not. Mm. And our call, your call, my call as ministers, you know, you're, you're in training and, you know, and I've been in ministry for a large number of years now. The, the call for us is as leaders, therefore, to encourage and empower our uh, you know, uh, other people to actually search out for God's word. And then within that structure and organization, there's certain beliefs that are based on the Bible. Mm-hmm. You know, for myself as a teenager, I asked myself, do I go to church? Do I go to attend the Seventh day Adventist church just because my parents were actually mm-hmm. taken to that church? Mm-hmm. And has it become habit and tradition for me? Or is it in fact because they have been convicted and they are now training their child in the way they should go according to God's word? And for me, when I actually brought that to God in my own personal way, I was convicted that, hey, the Seventh-day Adventist stands solidly on God's word. Yeah. Every single belief and, and you know doctrine that the Seventh-day Adventist church has and can be and is answered by God's word, mm. 100%, you know, and I love that. And so, yeah. and then the second and third things are here also sorry just before you keep going on there too but Justin says here the second thing is grassroots will always win so in other words have that relationship relationship with people and thirdly know what you believe and have the verses to prove it and there's so many promises in that and that's why memorizing Bible verses knowing what you stand on for me Isaiah you know chapter 41 verse 10 and um, 10 and 13 are real key ones for me fear not for I'm with you be not dismayed for I'm your God I will strengthen you and help you. They are one of some of them are key ones. You're listening to The Breakfast Show. Contact us on 0491-064-669. And the other thing to remember is that we're coming into such a shaking time that if we're not grounded in Jesus mm-hmm. and His Word, we will be shaken. No matter which faith denomination we're in, no matter which church we're attending to, no matter you know how strong you may seem in the Lord, you've got to go even deeper and even stronger now because the days, like like Pastor Justin Norman said last week and even this week, time it, things are moving rapidly, rapidly, and you know we're told in God's Word that before Jesus comes, you know um, we we need to be ready and waiting all the time. Watch and be ready. It says for us in God's word. Watch and be ready. Not get ready, but be ready in every kind of way. Yeah, absolutely. And the ultimate result of that, which is just incredible, is that we can be used by God to oh, reach other yes. people. And this is the point Justin's making: is that reaching other people when we're solid in what we believe, when we have a firm yes. foundation, we re- won't sway with the wind. That's right. Reaching reaching people just becomes a way of life, not yes. something that is dictated by church programs, not something that is dictated by, you know, not that church programs and strategies aren't good, but it's something that you do because you are, which is just yes, amazing. I love that because you are. That's, That's right. It. You do it because you are. Look, we're going to get into our Bible study this morning. We're in the book of Ephesians chapter six, and we're going to be picking it up from actually Sky has preemptively written in, texted in this morning where we're going to be um, spending time in the Bible this week, which is uh, looking at the armor of God. 
Absolutely. So maybe we can actually, so last week we actually unpacked about children and parents, honouring mm. them and about servants and masters, you know, being slaves, you know, in Christ as well um, and what that means. And now we move into the whole armour of God and, and maybe you can take it away for us in reading Ephesians chapter 6, verse 10 to 20 for us, please. Yeah, here we go. It says, Finally, brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but Mm. against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this age, against spiritual hosts of wickedness in the heavenly places. Therefore, take up the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand in the evil day and having done all to stand. Stand, therefore, having girded your waist with truth, having put on the breastplate of righteousness, and having shod your feet with the preparation of the gospel of peace. Above all, taking the shield of faith with which you will be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked one. And take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit, which is the word of God, praying always with all prayer and supplication in the Spirit, being watchful to this end with all perseverance and supplication for all the saints. And for me, that utterance may be given to me, that I may open my mouth boldly, to make known the mm. mystery of the gospel, oh. for which I am an ambassador in chains, mm. that in it I may speak boldly as I ought to speak. Mm, isn't that powerful? Pa- this is powerful actually, passage. Oh, this is actually Ooh. one of my favorite passages, and for years I've I've gone back to this so so many times, mm. and in so many situations. And boy, I could share some amazing stories of you know how we've seen um, you know God God at work and battling here. But we're going to unpack this more throughout the week. But what we find here is that Paul is actually coming to a conclusion of what he's actually been saying through the whole of Ephesians. He's actually talking about the practical and theological ways of you know. Um, of how the church is to be united together. And what we've been unpacking then throughout Ephesians is he actually says, yes, you've been grafted in, you know, to the family of God. You've been brought near to the blood of Christ. Um, and so walk in unity and that, that we have all spiritual gifts, you know, that are really important. Walk in love, walk in the light, walk in wisdom. And he actually then says, hey, <clears throat> You know, when you're united to, this is the expression of what actually happens externally, mm. that, you know, the relationships, and as we touched on beforehand about relationships, that your relationships are healthy and good and united. So mm. one impacts the other, the other impacts the other, you know, vice, ver- vice versa. But what he's then saying, hey, but be mindful that, the devil will try and break this unity in every way possible. He's yeah. going to try and break it in your family relation, your marriage, your, your family relationships. He's going to try and break it within, you know, the church family. Mm. He's going to try and break it in your work relationships, in your friendships, in your, in your university relationships. So be aware of this bigger, um, you know, uh, war that is going on in, in, in every yeah. way. Yeah, the armor of God is ultimately a response to the fact that we really can't deal with the challenges that the devil throws us yes. on our own. Like this is this is really key to understand is when we go toe to toe with Satan, like we will not win. Like he no. he is above us. Like he is and and our human parents proved that. Adam and Eve proved that. Like we we even though they had the decision to make imperfection and they could like they were in Adam and Eve were in the best position to win. Right? Yeah. And they lost. <laughs> like, yeah. like they, they, they realistically could have won. You're listening to the Breakfast won. Joe podcast on and they lost. And then it's like, okay, Positively what hope do we have? And it is through 
Christ. And again, using the armor of God, this is a metaphor ultimately that is getting to what we need, you know, the various aspects of godly living that will enable us to stand with Christ and to keep faithful despite those situations. And it's just so neat. I just want to read text messages that's come in actually from yeah. Sky. She says, really resonates uh, Ephesians chapter 6 and verse 10, which is finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. It says, really resonates. I'm having a stressful time in my new job and I can't help but think it's spiritual. All I can do is look up prayer and ask for strength. Looking around, all I see is so many jobs unexpected um, to be normal and, and then it's just burnout. Um, you know, I'm just having panic attacks and even crying in front of my boss. Um, and I know, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm different, but I'm wondering um, how we can still stand when there's anguish in the flesh. Uh, and, and that's a huge question. Mm, that's like, a huge question. When you experience like burnout and being overwhelmed by, you know, your situation, like there just comes a time in which the challenges that you have in your life seem insurmountable. You know, my mind goes to the story of the Philippian jailer, jailer in Acts chapter 16, you know, like the, the, the jail doors open and he thinks everyone's left. And for him, like he's a hardened soldier, he's legit. But at that point he realizes like, even for this guy, he's like, there's no other option for me. Like the challenges that I have before me are actually insurmountable. I'm going to die because of my failure. It's going to be such a shame. So like so shameful for my family. Why don't I just do that by myself? Like, why don't I just preemptively end my life so that, you know, my family doesn't, well, they'll go through that shame anyway, but it'd be even worse if I was caught by the authorities. Mm -hmm. And there are so many people who feel that way. They see the challenges before them and it's like, wow, it is truly, you know, the things that the devil is throwing at me, the, the various issues that I have, they seem insurmountable. But then we have these passages here. It's like, my brethren, be mm. strong in the Lord and in the power of his, his might. His might. And that's, and that's the key, isn't it, in his might. And here's the thing I found, you know, for me, for me what's worked in situations where it's actually been really challenging and really stressful, this is what has what's worked for me and everyone's got to find what works for them. Firstly, that spiritual connection is really vital, that connection with God and having often the, the first thing that can tend to go for, for, you know, for believers, you know, when we're busy or in my my case, I know, has tended to sometimes, and I've got to be really mindful of this not happening, is having my time with God firstly in the morning. That mm-hmm. devotional time, that that vertical connection, that, that, that connection with God to give me the power and give it to Him to help mm. me in that space is really vital because that is my time of meditation, quiet time, rather than going into the fast pace of life really quickly. The mm. second thing that has worked with me in that space is actually stepping back and going, what am I doing for self-care in, for myself in this time? Mm. So if the first thing is that spiritual, you know, connection is really vital. Secondly, what am I doing for myself for self-care? What, where do I recharge really well? So for example, yesterday I actually went down the beach because that for me, the fresh air and going for walks there and, and enjoying God's, you know, beauty around me. For me, that is my greatest recharge. And if I actually don't have that balance of work, and relaxation and recharge time, then I, my reactions are quite 
different in those mm. stressful situations. And the third thing is surround yourself with people that actually pray for you and are supporting you really well mm. because we are in a battle and this battle is really very, very real. And praying for the people that we are working with or the people that are actually you know, um, that, that we find our challenges with, praying for them can also make that difference. We do see change with them. It may not be necessarily significant change, but it can be change, mm. and that is really crucial to remember Love in every that. way. You're listening to The Breakfast Show Podcast on Faith FM, positively different. What a beautiful song, and I hope that was encouraging for you, Sky, and for others that may also be having difficult times or challenging times at the moment because yeah just look up and um, Jesus is coming soon but more importantly God is with you right now with whatever you are going through mm. just a beautiful beautiful song hey Lawson what is our last quiz question for today please hey our last quiz question for today it's right in front of me it is according to the New Testament scripture what city's walls will be adorned with all kinds of precious stones? Oh, wow. 0491-064-669 is the number to text. Of course, that question again was, according to the New Testament scripture, what city's walls will be adorned with all kinds of precious stones? If you know the answer to that one, you will go into the draw to win our amazing book for this week, A Taste of Travel, where you can learn recipes from all over the world. We've got soup. This is basically based on like soups and stews. That's like the main, that mm. main, that main thing that we are doing. And there's one here, which I know all too well. It's from Zimbabwe, oh. peanut butter and spinach stew. I've actually what? eaten this wow. before. I've been served is this that before. It is the bomb. Oh. It is so good. Shout out all my Zim people out there. So peanut butter and spinach stew. I've actually eaten this with another food called sudza which is like a flower based like this white flower based fluffy thing if you're from zimbabwe you like zimbabwe food give us text 0491064669 uh but yeah it's it's fantastic it's so yum Mm. shout out all my zimbabwe homies or maybe you want to eat red soup from moldova maybe you want to eat broccoli tofu soup from uh, mongolia whatever you want to eat we've got a soup from wherever in the world that you want to go in fact i think you'd be hard pressed to find a country that isn't on here maybe i'm just i'm looking now i'm like okay is Poland on there? Yeah, Poland is on there, of course. Yeah, what have they put for Poland? So Poland Bushed. Bushed. Poland Bushed has blueberry summer soup. Really? Do you know what that is? Have wow. you eaten that before? Well, like I said, my mum made fruit soup and we had blueberries in it. We also had plums in it and, and apricots. Yum. And I, It was one of my favourite, honestly, one of my favourite soups growing so up. So it's just like, oh, I bet they don't have Andorra on there because like Andorra. <laughs> yep, they do. They have Andorra. It's right here. It's in front of my eyes. Then maybe they're missing some, like, do they have like Tobago? I'm just looking for like the most, like, uh, okay, so they don't have, they don't have t- Tobago. Yes, they do. <laughs> they have Trinidad and Tobago. I was like, oh, man, maybe like, if I can find a country obscure enough. Okay, now the real one. Okay, do they have North Korea? Let's see. Uh, no, they have... They don't have either of the Koreas. Okay, so that is that is the first country that I'm missing here. But, hey, no, you've got, like, literally... 
incredible recipes here from all over the world. Again, it's like three pages in front of yeah, me right now. Nice. Three pages of recipes. 0491-064-669 is the number to text if you know the correct answer to that question, which was according to the New Testament scripture, what city's walls will be adorned with all kinds of precious, zo- uh, all kind of precious stones. Got M- Maka texting in. I- I'm from Zim. Sadza is the bomb. Um, oh, it's actually from, from Sandra. Yeah. Dude, Sadza is amazing as well. And yeah. Suzanne writes in, she says, is New Zealand pavlova in there? No, it is soups and stews. But <laughs> what does it have for New Zealand? Let me see. New Zealand, New Zealand, New Zealand, sweet potato and parsnip soup. So that yes. sounds yum as. Sounds guys. good. And also Sky texted and she just said, you know, that was beautiful as in mm. the last song. So thank you, Sky. Yeah, we're just, just very meaningful, hey, when you're going through some hard stuff. Mm. Hey, look, we've just got some, some time left with our Bible study time yeah. and we're going to be unpacking heaps this week in this real space. But let's just go to a couple of verses in the Old Testament that really actually bring this out beautifully. And, you know, when Paul actually says in Ephesians where he says uh, in verse uh, 10, and he says, finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord mm. and in the power of his might. Yes. And we're going to be unpacking more tomorrow. You know, what is this whole, um, you know, war that we're in? What's the whole great controversy? Because we're running short of time a bit today now, but we're going to unpack that more tomorrow. So be listening because getting that full background and really grasping about this whole mm. Great controversy and why we really need, while we're wrestling, um, you know, not against flesh and blood, but against principalities and the meaning of that and how, you know, this whole armor of God is crucial. We'll be unpacking that so much more, but we're going to go to a couple of passages in the Old Testament that, of course, you know, links in with what Paul is actually saying here. Can you actually just, uh, uh, Lawson, look for Judges chapter 7, verse 15 to 18? Um, I'm going to go in the meantime too to Deuteronomy chapter 20, verse 2 to 4. Mm-hmm. Um, and he, here we actually have here in Deuteronomy the principles for governing warfare, you know, because in the Old Testament there's so many wars, aren't there, really, that is yeah. covered in every – like it's, it's just hard to know quite where to begin because there's just so many there. Um, but here yeah. we actually go – sorry. Oh, I was just going to say, in fact, to the point that uh, it was actually from what they've found archaeologically in like Jerusalem and in yeah, that section. Yeah, and what we've even just found here today about in uh, Israel, hey, yeah. about the Romans, you know, swords and stuff. Well, yeah. apparently, like way, 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 way back, you know, when you read in the Bible, it's like, oh yeah, like you know, when when uh, let's say Lot is in the the Jordan Valley, yeah. it's like, oh yeah, we're gonna be in the plains where it's all fertile mm-hmm. and lush. It's like. But the Jordan Valley today is a desert. Apparently back then it used to be like foresty, Mm. like almost like a Mm -hmm. rainforest. But the amount of war, the amount of warfare that's That's taken place on the, on the area there, it's, it's nothing like that anymore. Absolutely. Absolutely. And that's why these verses are really crucial. And when we read them from the Old Testament, I'm reading from Deuteronomy chapter 20, verse Mm -hmm. two to four. It says, so it shall be when you are on the verge of the battle that the priest shall approach and speak to the people. Cause of course the priest was the key one where, you you know that God communicated, you know, um, with the priests, and the priest actually took the the sins of the people and did the sacrifices, you know, in the sanctuary as well. And um, he said, and he shall say to them, "Hear, O Israel, today you are on the verge of battle with your enemies." So you mm-hmm. know they were always, you know, fighting, you know, with with enemies on in in battle. Do not let your heart faint. I love that. I've got that underlined in my Bible. Do not be afraid and do not tremble or be terrified because of them because of them for the Lord your God I love this verse 4 for the Lord your God 
is he who goes with you to mm. fight for you against your enemies to save you. Mm. Isn't that powerful? And there's so many verses like that, even when you think of, you know, um, we're in at the very first chapter of Joshua. So when the Israelites were moving from, um, you know, um, into the land of Canaan, mm. and of course, you know, beforehand the 12 spies had gone and Joshua and Caleb were the only ones that actually believed, you know, that they could actually conquer mm. uh, um, because, uh, but anyway, so Joshua's leading and God says to him, be strong and courageous for the Lord yes. your God is with you. Mm. And so here again, it says for the Lord your God, he is the one who goes with you to fight for you against your enemies to save. And I want to just say today, whatever your challenge is, whatever your enemies are, whoever your enemies mm. you are feeling, God is with you and he will save you. And what have you got there from the book of Judges? Because I know we're running short of yeah, our time too. from Judges 7.15. The Bible says, and so it was when Gideon heard the telling, the telling of the dream and its interpretation that he worshipped the Lord. He returned to the camp of Israel and said, "Arise, for the Lord has delivered the camp of Midian mm. into your hand." Yeah, isn't that powerful? Like you know, and that's another whole big story there of a battle again, and mm. how Gideon had thousands upon thousands, you know, of 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 the army, but God said no, no, and he actually culled it back to three hundred only. Yeah. The like, majority of Israel's wars that they fought, they were usually understaffed, That's undersized. Right. Like they were, for the most of their existence, oh, like the Israel time, was hey. a micro nation compared micro. to these places. Yet, despite that, they won just a ton of victories and a ton of battles. And it was a result completely of God's providence, his leading and his blessing upon the people. So it's amazing to see that even in our spiritual warfare today, we don't stand alone. That's uh, right. The Lord stand, your God is with you. We stand with a God who, who who is a winner. Thanks for being a part of the Faith FM family. Join our community on Facebook or get in touch at 1-800-FAITH-FM. You're listening to The Breakfast Show. Contact us on 0491-064-669. You're listening to The Breakfast Show with Danuta and Lawson. Lawson, ah, look, our Bible study was so good, but just keep on listening this week because we're going to be unpacking that to real detail this week. It's going to be yeah. absolutely studies that you do not want to miss. This is powerful stuff, an exceptionally powerful passage that we're yeah. actually looking at. So don't miss it. Hey, we've got our quiz questions that we need to give our answers for because we've had heaps coming through. People are really keen for this cookbook from all yeah, around the world. Absolutely. Uh, let's go through some answers. What was the wrong with the pot of stew served by Elisha <laughs> and the prophet? We've been talking about stew. That's what our prize is to do with. But it had a poisonous gourd or, or a vine, um, you know, yeah. basically death. It was like a poisonous as death. And, and he mixed some, some flour in there. He mixed a few things. and Yeah, yeah. Well, Elisha put the flour in and then it yeah. was actually okay to eat. It was, it was one of those miracles of God. Hey. It's all good. You know, what's so funny is like they in, in, in other parts of the world now, they eat this thing called bitter melon, uh-huh. uh, and particularly in Asia. They eat this thing called bitter melon, and they another name for it is gourd. And every time I eat it, um, I think of this story. I'm is like, that, that you really prickly kind you, of one? Yeah, it's yeah, really right. got a bad smell. It's got a bad smell, and oh, it doesn't. Have I have a, never been. It doesn't to have try a it. great taste either. But they're into it. They they like it's literally. It's literally called bitter melon, which is interesting name. Uh, got another answer here. Jesus said it is harder for a rich man to enter heaven than for a camel to go through the eye of the needle or to mm. go through an eye of, the, or eye of a needle. 
What type of invasion does Joel speak of? He speaks of an invasion of locusts in Joel chapter mm-hmm. 1, verses 2, 3, 4. Complete the phrase, let not your heart be troubled. You believe in God, believe, believe also in me. me. That is John chapter 14. <laughs> and starting in verse 1, 1 there. And it's three. just, just mm. beautiful passage getting into, you know, Jesus preparing a place for us in heaven. You know, if we believe that he is the one who has... You know, come to save us. He is making a place for us too. And then finally here, according to the New Testament scripture, what city's walls will be adorned with all kinds of precious stones? That is the city of New Jerusalem. Obviously talking about, it's talking about heaven here, essentially. The city of heaven that will come down down to this earth. earth. Yeah, Revelation 21. Yeah, one it's of my favorite passages. All kinds of stones, beryl and onyx and jasper Sapphire. and emerald, and mm. it's going to be amazing. All sorts, hey, all sorts. Hey, Sky writes in here too. She says, "Thanks for your advice this morning. I know I can trust you guys to give, give godly advice. Doing things in our strength is so easy to fall into without realizing. And I'm missing my beach pool swings big time. P.S. Sorry, what is the name of the cookbook? I need that. Yeah, yeah I think I, I I love your idea too, Sky. Yeah, so keep keep throwing in your answers as many times as you can to to win also for that cookbook I love trying different food or will it be mentioned on your site I won't get to hear the rest of the show this morning yeah. so yeah look you know if, if sometimes you need to actually log out early from the show whatever week and you've got a question text us in on things and we can actually text you some information back so mm-hmm. yeah that and you can catch up on the show as well on, on our the podcast. on the podcast on our website on our app but of course the book that we are giving away this week is A Taste of Travel by Nancy Kite. We are giving this one out absolutely for free, provided you answer these questions correctly and you you win the book. So absolutely, because uh, we'll, we'll ultimately spin the draws. And the more answers you get, the more chances you have in the draw but i would love throughout the week to actually go through and and just to get people writing in like where they're from and going yeah, I think like so oh, too. What, and, what's your soup and like, what would that yeah what is the soup or stew that they would recommend from their country because mm. like i said i was actually thinking that really the polish one would probably be borscht mm. which in polish is called barscht Bar, barsh. Can you roll your R like barsh, that? Barsh. Yeah. Barsh. <laughs> That's it. I can do that. So, <laughs> barsh. Okay, barsh. so it's actually a beetroot soup and it's beautiful and it takes in different forms. Oh, sometimes yum. even the leaves of the beetroot is actually put into the soup sometimes as well, depending who's making that. But is, that's a very common Polish soup. Well, guess yeah. what Australia's is? What is it? Guess. Guess. Uh, what? If you could think, what's like the quintessential Australian soup? Like what's the go-to? Think about... You're at church, it's soup and buns, what's always pumpkin there? Pumpkin soup. Yes, that's exactly <laughs> what it is. Pumpkin and, well, it's actually pumpkin and macadamia. There you go. Oh, so, macadamia would be pump- a macadamia. So the macadamia okay. is for the thickening. Yeah. Right, so that you're not using flour and stuff like that. That's and right. cream, you actually thicken it with macadamia. So yeah, I like amazing. that. That's really nice. You're listening to The Breakfast Show. It's come towards the end of our show. And, of course, stay online after our show. We've got Tassie Encounters coming up and, of course, a drive time later in the day today. And before we go into our free giveaway for today that Lawson's going to give us, get get ready to text us in on 0491064669. All you have to do is text in the word book, no, no massive line or anything. But I want to leave you with a, a Bible quote for to encourage you for the day too. And this one's from Psalms 91 verse 3. Surely he will save you, save you from the foulest snare and from the deadly pestilence. Because we've been talking about that today and about the warfare that we're in. Of course, God is on your side. Remember that in 
every way. Yeah. So, uh, Lawson, what have we got actually for our giveaway today, please? Hey, I've got a book this morning. It is called A Time For You. And it's about spending time with God. Nice. It's about having a, a life with him, not only, you know, right throughout the week, but then a special time at the end of the week, the Sabbath to spend with him as well. But it's like, I, I love this point because it's like, well, why, why keep a Sabbath? Why spend time with God? And not just in the context of the Sabbath, but also outside as well. Why spend time with God? And what we've been talking about and suggesting this morning is that time spent with God, you know, wrapping our lives in God, Putting on the armor of God is the very thing that we need to overcome the various struggles and challenges that we have in a world that is, and what we're going to cover throughout the week, within a world, unfortunately, that is very much both in a natural sense and in a spiritual sense, kind of out to get us. And it's Mm. like, okay, you know, there are various challenges, various issues. What do I do? I should spend time with God. That's what this book is about. A time for you. Give us a call 0491-064-669. Text text us for the book. Remember to talk faith, live faith, and act faith. God be with you till we meet again. God be with you till we meet again. By his counsel's guide uphold you. With his sheep securely fold you.